Well, hi there. I'm Sam Waldron, and today on 45 RPM, Music of the 40s and 50s, we're honoring more than a dozen 20th century recording stars who all have one thing in common. And what is that? They were born in the month of January. Well, okay, if you think that's a strange way to pick out music, you're right. But stick with me, and I'll make it worth your while. There's a lot of variety here, and that's exactly the point. We're going to meet and listen to some artists you know, plus some that you either forgot about or maybe you never knew in the first place. Today's playlist is in a particular order, and that's the day in January when somebody was born. That leads me to January 2nd, when Tex Ritter was born in 1905. He was a prolific and influential actor and country music singer, and in 1944, he released his very first single phonograph record, and it quickly became a number one country hit. Here's Tex Ritter and I'm Wasting My Tears on You. Stop to time in me Though I knew better even then I 
I couldn't set you free Now you know how I feel So let's face the new deal I'm wasting my tears on you I know how I feel So let's face the new deal Tex Ritter sisters and a number one hit record they put out in 1940, The Ferry Boat Serenade. Maxine Andrews, one of those sisters, was born on January 3rd, and throughout the 1940s, she and her sisters made up what was probably the most successful female singing group in the world. In this hour, we're making our way through singers who had January birthdays, and on January 4th, a baby boy named Jimmy Arnold was born in the United Kingdom. In case you don't recognize that name, Jimmy Arnold 
was the original lead singer of The Four Lads, and they had this number three hit record in 1956, Standing on the Corner. Standing on the corner, watching all the girls go by. Standing on the corner, watching all the girls go by. Brother, you don't know a nicer occupation. Matter of fact, neither do I. Then standing on the corner, watching all the girls, watching all the girls, watching all the girls go by. I'm the cat that got the creep. Haven't got a girl, but I can dream. Haven't got a girl, but I can wish. So I take me down to Main Street, and that's where I select my imaginary dish. Standing on the corner, watching all the girls go by. Standing on the corner, giving all the girls the eye. Brother, if you've got a rich imagination, give it a whirl, give it a try. Try standing on the corner, watching all the Standing on the corner, watching all the girls, watching all the girls, watching all the girls. The Four Lads from 1956. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s, and I'm Sam Waldron. Today our show is full of music performed by people who had birthdays in January. And now, let's turn our attention to a baby girl who came along in 1917, just one year and two days after Maxine Andrews was born. Her name was Sarah Jane Mayfield, and she would become a prolific movie star and eventually marry a man who later became President of the United States. Along the way, she won an Academy Award and three Golden Globe Awards. We know her as Jane Wyman, a name she got when she was just 16 years old and got married. That was the first of four marriages for her. The third was to another actor, Ronald Reagan. Well, Wyman's story is very interesting, 
but we're here for music. Now here's a song she recorded in 1952 with Danny Kay called No Two People. No two people have ever been so in love, been so in love, been so in love. No two people have ever been so in love as my lovely dove and I. No two people have ever moon such a moon, June such a June, spoon such a spoon. No two people have ever been so in tune as my macaroon and I. And when we kiss, and when we kiss, well, it's hysterical, it's historical. Let me tell it. Well, certainly, darling. No two people have ever been so in love. Are you just saying? Been so in love. Are you kidding? Been so in love. Really? No two people have ever been so in love as my lovey dove and I. Never before and never again can never anything before and never again. No two people have ever been so in love. 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 It's incredible. No two people have ever been so in love. Been so as my lovey dove and this is unique. The positive peak. Oh, we are the most unusual couple on earth. No two people have ever moon such a moon. such a moon. June such a June. such a June. Spoon such a spoon. Is that no two people have ever been so in tune so as, as my macaroon and I? And when we kiss, and when we kiss, and when we kiss, well, it's like this. Well, it's hysterical. It's historical. Let me tell it. Be my guest, dear. And no two people have ever been so in love. 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 It's impossible. No two people have ever been so in love. Been so as my lovely. And this is the cream, the very extreme, the sort of a dream you couldn't well, imagine anyway, at all. Well, anyway, no two people have ever been so alone so as my lovely dove and
That was Percy Faith and his orchestra with vocals by Felicia Sanders and the theme from Moulin Rouge. Sanders, whose birthday fell on January 7th, was an unknown singer until she was invited to make that recording. The record topped the bestseller list for 10 straight weeks in 1953, and according to Billboard magazine, it was the best-selling record for the whole year. Sanders made more records, but she never regained that much success. However, she made the history books as the first person to record this song, which is sometimes called, in other words, and sometimes called, Fly Me to the Moon.
Felicia Sanders, the first person to ever record that song. I'm Sam Waldron, and you're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. Today we're focused on performers who had birthdays in January. Every January 8th, I think hundreds of thousands of former teenagers like to acknowledge the birthday of Elvis Presley. Presley needs no particular introduction, He sold more records than anybody else in the 1950s, and he had a huge influence on the emergence of rock and roll. The very first single record Elvis made and released was called That's All Right Mama. It was recorded one evening in the Sun Records studio in Memphis, kind of on a whim when Elvis was fooling around with his guitar and some lyrics from an old blues song he knew. That's all right, Mama, just any way you do, that's all right, that's all right, that's all right, Mama, any way do. Well, Mama, she done told me, Papa done told me too, son, that guy you fooling with, she ain't no good for you, but that's all right, that's all right. That's all right, Mama, anyway, do. Anyway, do. 
Bill Black on the bass and Scotty Moore on guitar were listed as musicians on that record, but of course the real star was Elvis Presley. That's All Right Mama didn't sell very well when it came out in 1954, but exactly 50 years later, in 2004, Rolling Stone magazine identified it as the very first rock and roll record. Elvis had a reputation for rock and roll, but in fact he was very versatile. He was excellent at doing gospel songs and good on slow ballads, as evidenced by the title track from his first major film, Loving You. From 1957, Elvis Presley and Loving You. Elvis was often referred to back then, and sometimes even now, as the king of rock and roll. His gyrations on stage were provocative, and at one point when he was on TV, the network blacked out the screen below his waist. He made lots of records, started many low-budget films, the movie critics didn't think very much of them, but... Jailhouse Rock and Blue Hawaii, to name just two, were quite popular at the time. Presley was cited by the Guinness Book of World Records as the best-selling solo artist of all time, and he won three Grammy Awards. His story is very interesting, and it could take up the rest of today's show. But we've got more January babies in store. To be exact, we're going to hear from eight more artists, including Sam Cooke, Robert Parker, Phil Everly, and a good-looking country music star you might not know. 
We won't be reluctant to turn our attention to Great Britain either. Coming up is a song written by a famous British musician just for a popular U.S. group and an American song sung by a famous British singer. See, I told you January birthdays could be interesting, so stick around. I'm Sam Waldron, and today on 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s, we're featuring a group of talented performers who were picked because, well, because they were all born in January. Our next guest had a birthday of January 10th. She was born in Winnipeg, Canada, and became known to radio and TV audiences as Giselle McKenzie. She hosted a couple of CBC programs in Canada, then moved to Los Angeles in 1951 to replace the Andrews sisters on a CBS radio program. Later, Mackenzie became a regular guest singer on a program hosted by Mario Lanza. One day on that show, she sang a song from the Broadway musical South Pacific after Lanza introduced her like this. Here's a good way to look at life. Pick up some rose-colored glasses, put them on, and become a cockeyed optimist. And here's Giselle McKenzie to sing it for us. When the sky is a bright canary yellow, I forget every cloud I've ever seen. So they call me a cockeyed optimist, immature and incurably green. I have heard people rant and rave and bellow that we're done and we might as well be dead. But I'm only a cockeyed optimist and I can't get it into my head. I hear the human race is falling on its face and hasn't very far to go. But every is selling me a bill and telling me it just ain't so. I could say life is just a bowl of jello and appear more intelligent and smart, but I'm stuck like a dope with a thing called hope, and I can't get it out of my heart. But I'm stuck like a dope with a thing called hope And I can't get it out of my heart Not my heart 
Giselle McKenzie, live on the Mario Lanza radio show. In 1952, Perry Como had a big hit record called Don't Let the Stars Get in Your Eyes. Como was not born in January, but a good-looking and popular country singer and songwriter named Goldie Hill was a January baby. And almost immediately, when Como's song came out, she wrote and recorded this answer song. Hill and I Let the Stars Get in My Eyes, an answer song that was so popular it boosted the sales for Perry Como's original in 1952. And now we come to a very accomplished British musician who was barely a teenager by the late 1950s, but he was born in January and over the past 25 years he'd done a marvelous job of recreating popular music from the 40s and 50s. Therefore, with all the power vested in me as your radio host, I am designating Rod Stewart as an official 45 RPM January baby. What an honor. Here he is with a song we heard a few minutes ago, Fly Me to the Moon. Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let 
what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, darling, kiss me. We got a bridal suite in Honeymoon Hotel. But what good is that without a wedding bell? Somebody bad stole the wedding bell. Somebody bad stole the wedding bell. Somebody bad stole the wedding bell. Now nobody can get married. Who's got the ding dong? Who's got the bell? Who's got the ding dong? Who's got the bell? Somebody know, but nobody tell. Cause somebody bad stole the wedding bell. All day the people look at the steeple, but they don't see the bell. 
We got very fine detective Sherlock John, and he's sure to question every man. Soon in the marketplace where people buy and sell, he's sure to arrest the one who sells the bell. I'm Sam Waldron, and you're listening to 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s. Our theme today is music made by people who had birthdays in January, and we just heard from Eartha Kitt. She was an accomplished black singer who ventured into gospel, rock, jazz, and folk songs like the one we just heard. Eartha Kitt made a popular recording of Santa Baby, and she had a top ten hit in 1953 with a song sung entirely in French, Sacy Bone. Three years later, her record of Somebody Bad Stole the Wedding Bell rose to number 16 on the Billboard bestseller list. Eartha Kitt celebrated her birthday every January 17th, and just like clockwork, it's funny how these things happen, two days later every year, it was birthday time for Phil Everly, who, along with his older brother Don, made up the very successful act known as the Everly Brothers. When they were in high school in the 50s, Phil and Don caught the attention of Chet Atkins, who started to promote their act, and in 1957, they began writing and recording their own music. They had quite a few very successful recordings, including this one, Walk Right Back, which became a top ten hit in the United States, Canada, Australia, and the United Kingdom. Oh, and by the way, Don Everly just barely missed being a January baby. His birthday was February 1st. Nothing seen. 
the Everly Brothers, and Walk Right Back. As the 1950s turned into the 60s and then the 70s, musical tastes were evolving, and the Brothers Everly struggled to keep up with those changing times. Don and Phil officially parted ways in 1973, but ten years later they decided to give their dual act another try. In 1983, they played at a sold-out concert in the Royal Albert Hall in London and then went back to the studio together for the first time in more than 10 years. Paul McCartney was a big Everly Brothers fan, and he wrote a song he thought would be just right for them. The song ended up being the first track on their new album, and it was called On the Wings of a Nightingale. The Everly Brothers and On the Wings of a Nightingale. I don't know if those last notes were made by a real nightingale, but it was certainly a nice touch. I remember when that record came out in 1984, it sounded to me as if the Everly Brothers had done a nice job of reinventing themselves. I was hoping for more. I think they were too. They started performing in concerts with more new material, but soon they found their audiences didn't care much 
For the new stuff, people mostly just wanted to hear the famous Everly Brothers hits from the 1950s, songs like Bye Bye Love, Wake Up Little Susie, and All I Have to Do is Dream. Don and Phil weren't in a mood to endlessly repeat the 50s, and they soon gave it up. Our next January baby is New Orleans singer, songwriter, and saxophone player Robert Parker. He specialized in rhythm and blues. He had only one real hit record, a song he wrote and recorded in 1966, Barefootin'. But Parker was quite a bit more than just a so-called one-hit wonder. Throughout the 1950s, he toured with and played saxophone for many of the prominent New Orleans musicians, including Fats Domino, James Booker, and Lloyd Price. Parker made plenty of his own recordings, too, including this one, Sneakin' Sally Through the Alley.
New Orleans R&B singer Robert Parker, who was born on January 19th in 1920. We've got time today for one more January baby. His name was Sam Cooke, and although he had a relatively short recording and performing career, he came to be highly respected by many other artists. One of his first recordings was so good, it became a number one billboard hit, bumping Elvis Presley's Jailhouse Rock off the top of the pop charts. It was called You Send Me. Darling, you send me Yes, you do. Take you home From 1957, Sam Cooke. And with that, we're out of time for celebrating January Babies, a diverse talent pool if ever there was one. I'm Sam Waldron. From all of us at 45 RPM, here's wishing you a good day, a good week, and see you in January. (laughs) ¶¶ 